Hello, hello, and welcome back to Agency Nation Radio. Today we are uh, joined by a special guest, uh, one of my favorite agents, and I have to say the world, because you're not an American, so I have to say the world, one of my favorite agents in the world, <laughs> Jeff Roy from Excalibur Insurance. Um, and tell me the town in, uh, in, you're in the province of Ontario, right? Yeah. Hey, Ryan. Great to be here. Uh, yeah, I'm from, I call it Metropolitan Clinton because it's so big. It's a total of 3,200 people. So, <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Well, um, this is, uh, this is one of our, our special episodes that we're doing where we're bringing uh, kind of uh, either Marty or myself are, are jumping off so that the other can interview one of our speakers at uh, Elevate 2017. I'm going to try very hard not to go bananas and um, uh, about the conference. I, I have so much energy and excitement for what we have coming. Uh, people that listen to this show are probably sick of it by now and I want to make it about you. But before we get there, Jeff, I got to I got to pay some bills. I got to pay some bills. I want to give special, super deluxe, ultra shout outs to Travelers Insurance, Rocket Referrals, and Westfield Insurance, our first three top level sponsors. I have four more on the way for you guys. These sponsors make this conference happen. Uh, uh, It's how we get the venue and all that kind of stuff. So, um, Travelers Insurance Westfield, you've probably heard of them. Great companies. Support them if they can, if you can, if you if you write with them. Um, but uh, take an extra look at Rocket Referrals. Awesome tool. We're gonna have um, we're gonna have one of their founders on, if not both, and, and talk to them in a couple weeks. So just yeah. want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors because uh, they make Elevate happen. Um, but let's get into you, Jeff. Hey, congratulations to the sponsor. I want to thank you for sponsoring. And uh, we're actually working on getting a traveler's contract in Canada. So awesome. And I've had met the guys from Rocket Referrals. They're doing some great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing, they're doing awesome, awesome stuff. I was, when they decided to come on as a, as a top level sponsor, I was like, I, I was, I was so excited because, you know, it's just a company that I'm, I'm excited to get out in front of, uh, in front of uh, a lot of agents because I think they do they do some work that can help a lot of agents. So so okay. excited to put the shirt on, right, in the video? No. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Actually, I told him I go, you got to send me a rocker referral shirt out, man, and uh, so I got it. I already got Travelers gear and I got Westfield gear. So when I do their videos, I already got it. I was like, I need some rocker referrals gear, right and on, they were. Right. Uh, I, I think something's in the mail, so I'm excited to get that. Um, all right, man. So. So we have been um, digital friends for for a long time. Uh, we had the chance to meet in person um, at uh, was it leadership conference in Chicago for the for the Big Eye. Uh, yeah, was, it was actually the Grow of Jason Castles. You were there for Grow. grow that's right. Yeah, you yeah. were there for the Grow event, and it was at the same time as leadership. So that's what I was at, and yeah. we uh, and that's where we met. Um, in the real world for the first time, which was awesome. We saw some jazz, drank some. I think I was drinking scotch or something. Yeah, yeah, we had a couple pints together. It's great. That's you know, and again, in insurance, all the real breakthroughs. Yes, they happen at the conference, but the real conversations happen over a beverage, and uh, you know, it seems to go really well. I've learned a lot of things over a beer, Ryan. So that's very true. You know, everyone, um, everyone always, you know, I tell people I'm in insurance, and you get this look like, oh, you know, like yeah, you see. You know, you, you, I've had I had one guy say to me, "You seem like a good guy. What are you doing in that industry?" I was, <laughs> I was like, you know, what I mean, it's just funny. You know, it's it's like anecdotally funny or whatever. But uh, yeah. but then I always tell him, man, hey, you know, insurance agents are buttoned up nine to five. But if you if you ever meet one at a bar, you're gonna you're gonna have a good time. And I have never found that not to be true. 
Yeah, yeah. I used to tell people I was a car salesman. That's how bad it was ten years ago. But uh, it's going to be it's going to be hip, cool, and sexy to be in insurance right now with all the cool stuff happening. So uh, we're starting to make uh, we're bringing sexy back to insurance. And um, I question if sexy was even ever there, but it's starting to become the shiny object, which is fun. And uh, people like myself are getting uh, fired up and reignited. So. And that's that's kind of why I want to have you on because of all the agents I know, and and I know a lot. I know you do too. Um, you are one of the guys that is just you are pushing, and I and I love it. I, I mean that in in all the positive ways. Um, and you have this, uh, well, I'll say, a concept, idea, mission that you're working towards. Um, that I I kind of just wanna I wanna talk about chat about today, like like we did a little bit. Um, when we were in Chicago and, and see where that takes us. Um, it's the idea of customer experience 3.0. And, it, and it's actually the topic of your uh, presentation at Elevate. Um, you know, maybe just from a high level, like, like when did we hit customer experience 1.0 or what was that? What was 2.0? Like maybe take us through the history of some of this that, that, um, that uh, shows us that 3.0 is where we need to go. What, why do we need to take another step? You know what, Brian, that's awesome. I've never really thought about the continuum from 1.0 to 2.0. You know, if you look at websites 1.0 where they're basically a brochure that was stagnant and then now they've moved up to having chatbots and real-time experiences. So there's a continuum and insurance there's a continuum too, right? Remember, you know, 15 years ago and for some people five minutes ago where they've got filing cabinets, they're typing out in a typewriter liability slip and they're interacting with clients. You know, that's kind of where the, the brokerage business had been run for so long and the brokers you know would bang on their chest like a gorilla that they gave great service and uh, that was kind of the old world and uh, 2.0 I guess would kind of jump in when the internet came along uh, people started to play with email uh, they talked about search engine SEO but they really didn't understand it uh, there's kind of a period in there and the websites got a little bit better and people started putting forms putting quoting engines that kind of did part of the job that was kind of in my opinion 2.0 right we kind of half-assed did it. We we're playing around. We really didn't think people wanted to go on the internet and uh, we we're just dabbling there. Uh, but now over the last couple of years, you know, 80% of people are checking on the internet. They're researching. They're asking their friends. Uh, the tools have got a lot better. You've got uh, Facebook and social media where people can stay connected a lot better. And uh, we moved from being the age of the insurance person having all the knowledge to the consumer having all the power. And that was kind of a quantum shift. And unfortunately, the insurance industry had been kind of slow to make that pivot. But now that the fintechs and the money is being dumped into people to eat our lunch, now we're starting to become awake and a number of agents and brokers, both sides of the border, are starting to wake up and see that. And uh, we're trying to deliver insurance experience 3.0. And uh, you know what I think, there's a number of ingredients, but I kind of broke it down in my little world is uh, customer experience 3.0 is the process times your technology, times your solutions, times your people, times your brand. That's about it. That's how I've dumbed it down to that. I'm not saying it's perfect. People can argue this should be there, that should be there. But the key point is I put multiply because, Ryan, I'm not sure how your math skills are. My, you know, most insurance people have good math skills. They're not high at high level calculus people working at lemonade and figuring out algorithms. But the bottom line is you get a zero on any of those things. What is your score? Yeah. You multiply everything. It's zero, right? So you can't afford to be mailing it in and be bleak at any one of those things. Otherwise, you're in trouble. So 
the 3.0 thing is, you know, you have to look at your processes and your processes are different because how do I empower, enable the client? How to make it simple? How do I make it easy for them? How do I become transparent with my processes? What technology do I need to use to do that? And technology, all it does is really connect human to human. You know, if you look at all technologies, you know, email, it's a way to connect human to human. You know, what you put in the email in terms of words and graphics is a way to connect, right? So what technology do you have to use to do that? Uh, you know, what solutions? You know, are you going to have a chatbot on your website or are you going to have a mobile app? Uh, you know, people are saying that mobile apps are cool. You need one. I agree. But you have to offer a self-service component. But other people are saying chatbots are going to take over the world. So, you know, there's a, but that's, again, solutions. And uh, if your people aren't connected to those solutions, trained and providing world-class experience, all this falls down. You know, there's always going to be people in insurance. Uh, chatbot will be take more and more of it over time. But it's your team is going to help deliver that story and that experience. And, uh, you know, I, I explained in my presentation, which I'll talk about at Elevate, we're in the experience business, not the insurance business. And as soon as you frame your business that way and think that way, it changes everything you do in your brokerage and agency. So I want people to start living in the experience business world and get the heck out of insurance and move to experience. And that's where my last point is brand. You need a kick-ass brand. You need, and I'll talk about being the purple cow in the insurance industry. And I think you're best. You're a big Seth Golden fan, aren't you, Ryan? Yes, I am. And uh, you know, I love some of his comments. You know, his. I think he's the one that said, "Launch, fail, learn, fix." That's one of my mantras. You know, I, I don't have it all figured out. I'm not even close. And uh, a lot of people say, wow, Jeff, you're really far in advanced. I don't think I am. I got a long way to go. There's no finish line. So I, I want to become a purple cow in insurance. I don't want to look like everybody else. I don't want to say I give big service. I don't want to say my dad's bigger than your dad. I don't want to play that game. And uh, it's really hard. And I'll talk about your insurance lizard brain. You always want to go back to using the same things and you have to fight it and to be a creative insurance guy. And I like to pride myself. I'm a little bit creative. I don't think like most, but it's hard because I get sucked back into the same conversations. You have to really push yourself not to get pulled back. So anyway, so that's kind of a my overtake of going from 1.0 to 3.0. And I've never thought about the evolution Evolution, but does that make sense? Kind of what I said, Ryan? Oh, it completely does. And, you know, I am, um, you had sent me your slides for uh, Elevator, at least the, the most recent iteration of them. And I was looking through them. And I'm actually right now staring at this slide uh, process times technology times solutions times people times brand. And I was looking at the equation and I was, I was working it through in my head before you went through it. And I was just kind of saying, you know, and you said, you know, people will different and inject different things. And I was trying to wrap my brain around, you know, what I thought about it. And then when you said, if any one of them are zero, the entire equation is zero. That's why you used multiplication. And for those of you who haven't done multiplication in a long time, if you multiply anything by zero, the answer is zero. Um, then it made complete and utter sense to me. And I, I, I think you've, you're, you're dialed in, you know, it's. You know, you can have great processes in your office. You can have wonderful carriers as solutions, good quality people who care in a, in a decent brand in your local market. But if your technology is terrible, people are just going to move on. And it yeah. goes right down the line. And I just couldn't agree with that more. So I, I think you're really dialed in, man. Um, and it's a really interesting way to say it. It's kind of like uh, if any one of them, if you're, you have to do them all and you have to be focused on them all. And if you're, if you're, 
if you're lagging on one, you're going to lose on all of them. And, and I think that's a really interesting way to think about it. So, yeah, and, and your technology, like, you know, I could go, I could probably spend an hour and a half talking about technology, how we're not there. And I have a lot of conversations with vendors and companies just saying, I'm disappointed. You're causing me to lose and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get better, but you have to do it too. We have to win together. And I look at Lemonade, like, you know, I'm a big fan of Lemonade. I love what they're doing. Uh, yeah, I know you're a big fan too. I, I don't know how you can't be if you're in fintech. And uh, you, if you look at Lemonade's uh, compositions, there's only 25 people in the insurance business. The rest are technology people, data analysts, SEO people, chatbot experts, programmers, website guys. And I look at then I look at my agency and I'm like, wow, there's a big gap between their composition and mine. How am I going to make that evolution over time? How do I make that term? How do I get my vendors? You know, and in Canada, one of the big things we're trying to do is, and I call it the Manhattan Project. We have 18 companies going on Guidewire. And I look at that as a huge opportunity because we can figure one way to solve all the crappy problems, the bad insurance architecture. We can solve that problem with 18 companies. But it's got, and I'm getting involved in that process. I'm actually threw my hat in the ring to make sure it doesn't get effed up again. And I've sat here in Canada since 2001 and watched everybody F up technology because they kept putting themselves. And if you use the sports analogy, they're playing for the name on the back of their shirt instead of the name, the industry on the front of their jersey. That's yeah. been a huge problem. And politics derails it, and we need to get rid of portals. Portals cost my agency 10% of my profits or my expenses. And if I could actually get rid of portals and had straight through processing with all my companies, I wouldn't have to teach all my people eight portals. I wouldn't have they wouldn't have to hold their tongue a certain way to get through the traveler's portal versus the economical portal. And I could take that money and not not walk out the door with money, but reinvest it in my brokerage and my marketing and get an ROI that's three or four to one. So we're hoping with the Manhattan Pro that we can get that done with Guidewire, we can get rid of portals. And then secondly, if we can do things easier as an agent or broker, guess what we can do for the consumer? We can enable them to do self-service. Wow, that's a concept. 20, 30% of people want to self-service their stuff, but a lot of agents go, I don't want to do that. You know, I'm, uh, that's my job. It's not your, well, it's your job if you don't want those clients, but why not us? Why not now? And uh, so these are some of the many conversations that I have. And a lot of times I feel alone that nobody's out there, but I'm finding, you know, with the law of attraction, a lot of agents and brokers wanting more and demanding more and coming together. And we have to fight this battle together and we have to get better together and we got to push each other. And uh, there's some really great groups out there like the IAOA. Uh, you know, there's a, I'm in a digital broker group in Canada that's just forming with 10 of the top digital brokers from across Canada that are basically you know ahead in some of the things we're doing we're actually going to work together to become better together so there's a lot of things to do but uh, you know I don't mean to go off on a tangent on technology but we got a lot of work to do Ryan no I agree with you so uh, you said a lot of things in there so I'm gonna unpack a few of them I really love the idea just at a high level of uh, fighting for the industry on the front of the shirt instead of the the brand on the back of the shirt I think that's so important, and um, you know, I, I always think it's really funny because uh, insurance carrier after insurance carrier, you know, you bump into them and they're like, "Oh, we got this great thing, and it's for our agents." Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like every carrier <laughs> believes that they're going to build the platform that's going to work for their agents, and it's like, yeah, but that's only a small cross cut of the industry, and you are only one carrier inside of that agency. And I get that you're trying to create. I get that the thought internally is let's create a competitive advantage for our carrier, um, but I feel like at the same time, what you're really saying is 
It's all about me and my growth and what I'm trying to do. And I'm not actually going to build a open platform that's that that works for you and your business, Mr. Agent. I'm I'm going to build it so that you have to stuff what you're trying to do into the box that I oh, want you to. Oh my God, Ryan, that's you're right in my wheelhouse right now. Uh, I my big tirade right now, and I'm writing an article on that is com- brokers that use company mobile apps. And, you know, I want to make sure and I'm fighting right now in Canada to have choice. I want an API integration into my mobile app. And I don't mean to be critical, but if you're using company mobile app, you're giving away the farm, you're losing control of your experience. And some people have to do that financially. Some people don't get get it. And some people really haven't thought it out. I've thought it out and I want to make sure and I give the analogy. I want to control the Excalibur amusement park, the Disney world. Yeah, and that, and that's my mobile app, and it's green colored. It's not uh, a company color. And then my companies, I want them to build kick-ass rides, the Harry Potter, whatever the heck the ride is inside of it. They can compete on building that ride, the functionality, but they need to start and end in my my mobile app, whether it's my chat bot, whatever. But they need to build into that. And companies come out with their new sexy, and I, I don't know if you want to call it carrier holy grail, whatever you want to come up with it. But they come up with the native greatest thing that they think's better than anything. Half of them haven't got any feedback from a broker, half of them ask the bottom 50% what's cool. And they say, here's what the brokers told me we wanted. Well, I can go and interview the worst people in the industry or the people that don't get it and develop a, uh, an inferior product. And that's what happens. Why don't we get the best people that know where the puck, as Wayne Gretzky says, know where the puck's going. Why don't we get the better people to actually figure that stuff out? And uh, people like myself are, are preaching, hey, make sure that you use the right mobile app. Make sure you control your experience. So I, yeah. I can't agree with you more. I get, sorry, you can tell I get fired up about this because no, I, 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 I don't. I, I, you, you and I are both played some sports. We're competitive. We hate to lose, and yeah. I can't live with losing. And if I watch the industry lose, I can't stand it, and I have to do something about it. And sometimes me doing something about it doesn't make me money. It doesn't help me initially, but it helps the industry. And I feel it's important as agents that you got to put your agency first, back to the paying for the the name on the front of the jersey, right? So no, I agree. My my, I you know, I don't know if you saw the email that I wrote this morning. The uh, the newsletter for Agency Nation, but it, this was the whole topic. It was, it was, you know, it was essentially was, you know, the gauntlet has been thrown at us, and in, um, you know, uh, fintech and suretech is coming for us, and there is a guy sitting in a room with deep pockets and an open mind plotting the demise of traditional insurance and the local independent agent every single day, and and maybe not specifically, but but you know, he or I guess you could say uh, she too, you know, guy in a in a larger sense. Um, is, you know, if, if we're not willing to, to take up arms and, and think outside of what is best for us, for me, my world, specifically right in this moment, then we're going to get stomped on. Because like you said, there is no independent agency. There's no carrier that has a mix. Well, that's not true. Maybe Progressive and, and Safeco and, and a few of the others have a mix of employees like Lemonade does. Now, you said I know you're a fan of Lemonade. I am actually not a fan of Lemonade, um, and I'll tell you why. I believe that uh, today and forever, human beings will be an important aspect of the insurance buying process. I think humans will always seek out in different forms and at different levels, the connection, relationship, trust, respect that goes human to human that cannot be formed with a chatbot. And I do not believe in any system that says we can 
replace humans and the connection created with them and do a better job than you. It doesn't mean that I disagree with their mix. So when you said they only have 20 insurance people and the rest are SEOs and engineers, that part, I think, is the future um, uh, vocational demographic makeup of of an agency or an insurance business. I 100% agree with you there. I just don't think the idea that you can replace a bot with a human um, uh, full stack is ever going to be the right solution for a consumer, nor do I believe consumers are asking for that, right? I think there is this, and, and I'd love to get your opinion on this, there is this widespread belief um, in the insure tech space or in, in certain parts of the insure tech space, let's put it that way, that believe that what customers want is for there to be no more humans. Like that is what customers are demanding. And I, and I don't believe that to be true. There's actually an incredible article written by Mitch Joel yesterday, which I shared in the, the Agency Nation Facebook page, which you know you probably won't be, get, be able to get to by the time this is live, where um, he basically said, you know, according to Facebook, chatbots have a 70% fail rate, right? And you know, it's it's always about, and, and a lot of that has to do with just the programming isn't there yet, and, and that's okay. But what I think, you know, when we when we really get down to it. I think we are assuming that what consumers want is chatbot. What we're not saying to ourselves is what consumers really want is is easy to manage, competitively priced, and intuitive. That could be on the phone. That could be through a website. That could be through a chatbot. That could be through email. It's really there are it's really the omni-channel experience of convenient, easy to find easy to do business with, competitively priced, chatbot or not, uh, does not matter. And, and that's kind of what I, I, I'm completely agnostic on the solution and 100% trying to dial into what is it that the consumer actually wants. I don't think they care if it's texting or buying through Snapchat, if it fits the convenience of what they're trying to do. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. You made some good points there. There's a study. I just read an article this week. And I think it's Canadian Insurance. So 10,000 people were interviewed in 18 uh, countries. 70% were happy to deal with a chatbot on simple things. So, and again, I see chatbots. And again, Aiden, our chatbot, which we've been experimenting with since August of last year, I look at that as a navigator. You know, Aiden, she right now is not an expert. She's like a temp. And uh, over the next while with machine learning and a bunch of other people working on it together, we can get her up to hopefully a robo-advisor in two to three years. Is everybody going to want to deal with a, a robot? Hell no. And uh, do I want to deal with a chatbot? Usually not, but there's some times where it's easy and convenient. And that's where the big thing you mentioned and you kind of went around with Omnichannel is choice. You know, we need to give clients choice how they do business. It's not for me to say, hey, Ryan, you can only deal with me in a fax because you know exactly where you'd go if I made you deal with the fax. You wouldn't be my client. So you'd be gone. So it's important that we look at different things. And, and, I, and again, I'll talk about, you know, the Omnichannel, the relationship, uh, the experience and friction in my presentation down and elevate. That's one of the things I talk about. I explain what the experience business is in insurance to get people's head around that. So, you know, I think you're, the key point is you got to give people choice. And again, for insurance, some of the things I feel, it's got to be simple. You know, you got to make it, as you mentioned, simple. It's got to be easy. If it's not simple and easy, people are gone. And people with an attention span of eight seconds or that of a goldfish, you don't have a lot of time to be right on the money with clients. It's got to yeah. be easy. They have to be empowered. You know, Ryan, you want to do stuff yourself. If you want to hook up uh, and do your own uh, podcast, 
podcast, you want the tools and software to do it. And you showed me uh, the Zencast today, but it's, it's so easy. I'm, I'm amazed. Every time I'm doing stuff with people, they use something different and I'm learning, which is awesome. But uh, you're empowered with Zencast and it's easy to use. So those are things, reasons why you use it. It does a lot of work. You want to be, clients want transparent. You know, we built Rate Reducer where people can blow their brains out rating themselves over and over again because they want to be able to do that. And again, they may make a mistake. We add the value afterwards where and said, hey, you didn't put this information in correct. You did not select this coverage. We still add value as agents because people inherently may not pick the right coverage and insurance is a little more co- complicated and not a commodity. And I, I always use the example of heart surgery. You can go into Google and figure out how to do heart surgery, but you want to do it on yourself. You know, insurance is a little more complicated than that because one bad decision, one wrong coverage can basically bankrupt you for the rest of your life. Are you willing to trust yourself on the keyboards and doing all the work yourself to do that? And that's, again, some consumers don't care, but once you explain that value proposition, agents still have a long life and the, the reports or demise are, grad, are exaggerated a lot. And uh, again, the last couple of things they want personal, you mentioned it, human to human, people want a personal touch. They want to know that uh, Ryan Hanley's behind Agency Nation. Uh, they want to see you on video. They want to see your blogs. They want to actually see that you're dealing with the human. Lemonade really hasn't done that. And I agree, like there's some things I don't love about Lemonade. Don't get me wrong. They're not the cat's ass. They're not the best company ever, but I love a lot of things they're doing. And as an agent, you have to look at different fintechs and figure out what you're doing. You know, as a pitcher, Ryan, you learn different pitches from different people. You watch different pros and you modeled your game after different people and with different coaching. That's what agents need to do with their business right now. They just have to make sure they're in the right rooms and reading the right stuff to do that. So, you know, I, a hundred percent, I, I agree with what you're saying. You know, I, um, I'll give you just a very small case study on what this looks like. Uh, I, because uh, our development team at uh, TrustedChoice.com and Agency Nation mostly focuses on TrustedChoice.com just because it's much bigger and much more robust. Um, I basically do all the, we'll say, um, IT tasks related to Agency Nation for the most part. And we use a, a, a website uh, host called WP Engine because it's built on WordPress. Good, yep. solid company. We have uh, that too. For 85% of the stuff... I can go into WP Engine, go into their help desk, look through their different things. I've watched videos on speed increases. I've gone through step-by-step processes they have online. And they have a chatbot that you can use for simple questions, which gives you simple responses and directs you to um, directs you to resources that can help you get done what you need to get done. But then uh, two days ago, I wanted to upgrade Agency Nation from PHP 5.6 to PHP 7 um, so that because it's just faster code and long story short, it's just, um, it, it's stable now it's been tested and, and it's, I was ready to move my site. I couldn't do that myself. So I dialed in and talked to a human being and he talked to me for five minutes on the phone. He said, Ryan, this looks good. Boom. Compatibility check. No doubt. Okay. You're good here. We're all set tomorrow at five 30. We'll move you over. And it was like, so I've done probably 95% of my interactions with WP engine, never talking to a human, but I needed to speak to that human that last 5%. And I think that's where agents get a little worried is they're like, are these tools going to replace us? No. No. The tools don't replace you. They allow you to spend, to give real significant deep time and attention to the clients who have the biggest need in that moment, right? How yeah. many times, if you were trying to ask every little, every little tiny question, if you were trying to answer with a human, the guy that spent time with me on the phone about my upgrade would have never been able to give me the time that he gave me, but he did. 
No, and that's gonna... what I think it is. It allows us to be de- have deeper, stronger connections if we build these front end tools into our business. Brilliant. I think you couldn't have said it better. And again, one of the things I mentioned the chatbot, and I told my team right off the bat, I said, it's not this or that. We're a team. We actually went the extra step and put Aiden right into our team photo because Aiden's part of the team. Doesn't do a ton of stuff at this point, but basically if a person wants to interact here or there, it's, you know, it's accumulative touch points with your organization is your experience over time. That's what customer experience is. Every touch point, you either show up and wow people and your team and your technology is either an ambassador and puts you in the, it gives you the client, gives you two thumbs up, or it's an assassin where you're killing that relationship. So that's exactly what you said. That's a great example, Ryan. Bang on the money. All right, man. I don't want to give away uh, all the Kool-Aid here. So um, I think we're in a really good spot. I I, I hope people have, have got a sense for the energy, the passion, what Jeff is doing. Um, and I'll tell you, I mean, this is the thing that I love about what you're doing, man, and, and why I think, you know, you were you were literally one of the first people I reached out to when I was looking for speakers. Um, and I think I told you that was because you're doing this and you're not some seven location mega agency that's been passed down through four generations of family. Like, you're in, like you said, a, 30, a town of 3,200, but you're building, you're growing, you're expanding, you're reinvesting. And I think you're proving that, that the agency who says I'm too small, is that's really just an excuse. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that you can go from zero to 60 in, in a month. It just means if you start taking the steps today, over time, you'll get to where you need to be. You'll learn, you'll develop. And um, there's no such thing as being too small. There's no such thing as my town is too small. Um I just love that you are disproving those myths every single day. I appreciate the work you do, uh, and I'm so happy you're coming to Elevate, man. Hey, I'm pumped, Thad. Thanks for inviting me. I'm excited. I spoke in Orlando to 250 agents in January. Had an amazing time. Una and I both went down, met some amazing people. And again, I, I, I can't wait for Elevate. A couple of the other speakers are going to be there. Uh, Nicholas Ayers, Aaron Nutting, who I spoke with last time. I think Chris Paradiso is there. All phenomenal speakers. So, uh, And again, Nicola, uh, Marcus Sheridan, I bought his book as soon as you mentioned he was speaking. I'm reading it right now. Phenomenal stuff. I was aware of him. I did follow this the sales lion and uh, it's funny enough we had a meeting with our seo team two days ago and his name came up as a discussion point because our seo needs to get better our strategy needs to improve and uh our marketing branding company brought his name up so i'm pumped to meet him and be share the stage and thank you so much for organizing this if you're an agent that wants to go from ordinary to extraordinary if you want to get to that next level you need to be places and talk to people that are doing different things you got to get out of your comfort zone elevate is one of those things you need to go to. So make sure you sign up. Don't miss it. Uh, I'm excited. I'm more excited. I'm excited to speak, but I'm more excited to meet everybody and listen and walk out with 30, 40 pages of notes and three or four ideas that'll help my agency get better. That my friends is a sales pitch. Get your tickets, agencynation.com forward slash elevate one seven. I am not kidding. Go get your tickets today. We are blowing through tickets and we're, I, when we hit 300, we're toast. I can't sell any more than that. And, uh, and we are well on our way to, to sell out sometime in possibly mid to late April. So go get your ticket today. Big Eye members, you get a special discount when you sign up. Register as a Big Eye member and you'll get that discount. Uh, but make sure you come to this event. You'll see Jeff and so many more fantastic speakers just, just bumping into Jeff in the hallway you will take some of his energy. It'll help you. It'll help you grow your business. I am not kidding. That is exactly the way I felt when I sat down next to him for the first time. 
Um, such a pleasure, man. We're going to get out of here, dude. Thanks, Brian.